Today on Elevate Your 8, we discuss morning routines. But Chris, I'm not a morning person. I don't need a morning routine. Hold that thought, and I'm going to tell you why you're wrong, or at least not 100% right. You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast, where we firmly believe that time management and productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Productivity guru and self-care ninja, Chris McPeak, will debunk your biggest time management limiting beliefs. It's time to hear from everyday people like you, sharing their tips and strategies for success and learning how you can incorporate small changes in your life in order to make the most of every hour in your day. If you're ready to prioritize, synthesize, and realize your daily needs and wants, you are in the right place. Here's your host, author, educator, and karaoke queen, Chris McPeak. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Elevate Your Eight. I'm your host, Chris McPeak, and I'm excited to talk about morning routines this week. In the intro there, I suggested that there may be people out there saying, well, I'm not a morning person. I don't get up early, so I don't need a morning routine. Um, And I beg to differ on that little fact. So before we get started, I wanted to let you know that I'm launching a program, a challenge in the next couple weeks through my Facebook group on career change. And I would love for you guys to jump on that and check it out. We're going to do a five day career challenge, career change challenge, pardon me. And we're going to talk about things that you can do to identify whether or not you need to consider a new field, a new position, or just some new strategies at your current gig to make it more palatable for you to elevate your eight on a regular basis. Um, This isn't just about time management. It's about job satisfaction, and it is about being your best self in your work and knowing that whatever career vocation you've chosen, that you're doing the things that come naturally to you and that you're best at, which is going to lead you to having a career filled with joy instead of filled with frustration. So if you want to get in on that, visit my website, which is silverpeakdevelopment.com forward slash challenge. There'll be details and information on what the challenge will entail, and you'll actually be able to sign up within about a week or so. And don't fret, because I will continue talking about this here on the podcast until the challenge is live. Now let's get into the meat of having a morning routine. If you have my book, or I think I talked about this in a previous episode of the show, but I have a very long and drawn out and specific morning routine. And it occasionally does vary a little bit depending on what's going on in in every single day. But for the most part, I I really stick to what I want to do in the morning. And I consider my morning routine to be the amount of time from when I physically wake up to when I sit at my desk. So I include my morning workout and I include my commute time in that routine because it all contributes to the overall same goal, and that's to make sure I'm elevating my eight and I'm making the best possible use of the time that I'm not sleeping and the time that I'm not at work, right? So that's eight hours every single day. I developed a morning routine after downloading a Black Friday bundle package, I think, from No Meat Athlete, 
and it was filled with all kinds of programs, audio, uh, eBooks, handouts, downloads, a bunch of stuff. And one of the downloads was a package by a fellow named Jeff Sanders. And I think the name of his book is The 5am Miracle. And I think he says dominate your day before breakfast or something like that. It's it's a little bit akin to Hal, Hal Elrod's 6am morning miracle. And I've digested that um, bit of information too. So a little bit similar, the notion of, you know, training yourself to get up an hour or two hours before you have to go to the office and work some things into your routine that are good for you, that will keep you healthy, that will keep you motivated and inspired. There's all sorts of reasons why you should have a morning routine. Um, It's important for your self-care. I think taking that extra time every morning to do good stuff for yourself makes a huge difference in both your self-care and your work-life balance. And especially if your morning routine does anything to focus on mind, body, and spirit. I think that's super important. Um, It sets the vision for your day and just gets everything off on a really good place. And you can actually gain time by having a morning routine. If you have it down exactly what you want to get done and when you want to do it, pardon my French, but you'll quit dicking around on (laughs) some of the other things that tend to to suck up your time and waste your time. And, and we'll talk about that here in a second. So some stuff that you could add to your morning routine might include having a big glass of water. You might want to meditate or do some stretching, do some yoga. You might want to write, um, journaling, or, or if you're a writer, you know, use some time in the morning. Or if you're a, you know, fledgling writer, Use some time in the morning to um, get some of your thoughts out on paper. You can do your workout. You can do affirmations or visualizations. You can eat a super healthy breakfast. You could read or listen to an audiobook or a podcast. And you can set your intention for the day. So right there is 10 things you can use to build a morning routine when you um, get up in the morning. I've done all of these in some shape or form as I've perfected my own routine. And what I do every day is a small combo of stuff I do for myself and that I do for my family. Um, so it's not completely all about me, um, but uh, but there's things that I do in my morning that, that take care of both my needs and my family's needs. So I get up at 4 a.m. every day. And the first thing that I do is go make coffee for my husband. Um, it's just, that's a nice thing to do. And I like doing it. I like going back into the bedroom and giving him a little nudge and saying, okay, honey, here's your coffee. Time to get up. And then uh, I let our dog out, Duke. And, and this is, of course, assuming that he's ready to get out of the damn bed because this dog is a super crazy cuddle mutt. And he doesn't always, he's not always ready to get out of bed when mama and dad want to get out of bed. Anyway, then I take my vitamins and I go into the living room I put my earbuds in and I meditate from anywhere between eight to 12 minutes. And that depends on the guided meditation that I like to listen to on that particular morning. So I let my mood or my needs dictate what I choose to meditate on. Um, And you've heard this before from me. I'm a huge fan of Insight Timer. It's a free app and you can listen to thousands of guided meditations, visualizations, and meditation music. It's all really fantastic app. 
Then after I meditate, I pull my journal out and I write for five minutes. It's mostly setting my intention for the day and writing my affirmations, but I especially like to write in the morning if I've had an interesting dream that I want to remember. Um, I completely believe that dreams have meaning and sometimes a dream will wake me up and have me so curious that I want to write it down because I want to process it later with somebody or with my therapist when I go to my therapist. Um, so yeah, I love to write and journal before I move forward with my routine. Then the next thing I do is get dressed because most mornings my husband and I swim with our team, Silver Peak Performance. So I get dressed for the pool and I eat some kind of breakfast snack. I usually don't eat a full breakfast before the pool, um, but I need something in my tummy so that I can have energy for swimming. And then I hop in the car and I listen to Erica Mandy's Newsworthy, the Newsworthy podcast on my way to the pool. That is a go-to every single weekday for me. Her podcast is so fantastic. It absolutely positively is fast, fair, and fun as advertised. So I highly recommend highly recommend that podcast. Then I swim with my team for an hour. We have an hour workout. I shower, dress, and head to work. And on the way to work, I listen to whatever audiobook or podcast is carried over from the day before. I consume a great deal of content in my daily commute, even though I really only drive for about 15 to 20 minutes each each way, and I love taking in all the new information. So now you know 10 things you can add to your morning routine, and you know what I do in my morning routine. So let's take a quick break so that I can tell you about an exciting sponsor. For you, the listeners of Elevate Your 8 podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally use Audible to listen to audiobooks during my daily commute, and I find their selection to be incredibly fascinating and exciting. You could download books like you Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero, or Money, a Love Story by Kate Northrup, or you can download my previous book, Making Work Work for You. You get to keep the book even if you don't keep your membership with Audible. So check that out again, www.audibletrial.com forward slash elevate. That's for your free audiobook and free 30-day trial. Now back to the show. All right, welcome back. Thank you for indulging that short little break. Um, Okay, so I have an opinion on things that should not be part of your morning routine. This is personal opinion on on my part, just based on my own research and knowing where my attention span is going to go. So the first thing you should not do as part of your morning routine is to hit the snooze button, and and that should speak for itself. the more you hit the snooze button, the more you're wasting time. And it's not an extension of your sleep, okay? It's because uh, you're not necessarily all the way back to sleep, but you're not necessarily awake either. If you're hitting the snooze button, you're probably definitely prone laying on the bed. So no snooze button. <laughs> the second thing I wanted to say is that extra cuddling with your dog should not be part of your morning routine. Although I can't completely argue against that because my sweet mutt duke is the best cuddler in the world. He's also the ultimate saboteur. And there have been mornings where I have found myself 
extra cuddling. And then Charles has to give me a kick in the ass to say, hey, Chris, get your shit in gear because we got to get going. So damn you, Duke, for being such a sweet, cuddly mutt. All right, here's the big, 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 big one. Don't pick up your phone and start the scroll. Um, a fellow named Michael McQueen wrote a book called Momentum, How to Build It, Keep It, and Get It Back. And his thought is that the first 10 minutes of your day are incredibly crucial to the success of our week. So he says that jumping on your phone first thing in the morning puts you in a reactive frame of mind. And instead, we should be doing something proactive that makes us feel in control. So going straight to the phone sort of makes you... I don't want to say a slave to your phone, but I'm going to say a, a slave to your phone. And while that gadget helps us with our productivity and certainly does, I mean, I love my phone and there's all kinds of cool stuff that I use my phone to do to um, manage my finances, to manage my calendar, to manage my business. But I fall prey to this the same as the next person. So I'm not no judgy McJudgerson here. Uh, I'm just saying that grabbing that phone first thing in the morning um, puts you in a, in a different place. And instead of doing stuff for yourself, you're getting sucked into what the rest of the world is telling you to do or asking you to think about. Um, and especially social media is a huge time suck. Um, I know y'all all know what I'm talking about. So don't pick up your phone and start the scroll as part of your morning routine. The other thing... Speaking of news, because I talked about news a little bit earlier, don't go to the TV for your news either, because most of it is really negative or heavy, um, and that's not going to be a bright start to your day either. Um, I can't say enough about Erica Mandy's podcast, um, The Newsworthy. It is so upbeat and so positive and so informative. Um, it's going to do more for you than any other television news. And even KTLA, KTLA can be light and fun, but um, if you live in Los Angeles, that is. But they have to talk about the crappy stuff too, so no TV, no morning news. And then the other thing about the morning routine is that you should try to get up at the same time every day. Um, getting up at, at different times doesn't really set a routine. It's still, you're still yielding to the time that you get out of the bed and letting that dictate what you do. You need to let your routine dictate what time you get out of the bed, if that makes sense. So for me, it's four o'clock every day. I never, well, except for Sunday, I don't get up at four on Sunday, um, but I never deviate from that. And it really does help me control my morning. Okay, so I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that this is too much to do right away. Chris McPeak, you cannot possibly expect me to get up at four in the morning and do all that shit that you do. No, I don't expect you to do that. Um, I think that you need to ease into this, just like you would ease into any new fitness plan or new eating lifestyle, anything like that. Um, as Kathy Freston says, you got to lean in, just lean into it. So first of all, if you're used to getting up half an hour before you're due at work and you shower shit and shave <laughs> and head out the door, try getting up 10 minutes earlier the first day and pick one of those things from that list of 10 that I talked about earlier and do that. Um, meditate for five minutes and stretch for five minutes or listen to a 10 minute news podcast or read a book for eight minutes and meditate for two minutes, something like that. And do that little 10 minute piece for a week and see how it feels. And then 
add five minutes or add 10 minutes and do that every week or every other week and add something else that makes makes good sense for you and, and feels right about your morning. Um, and, and just go from there. And before you know it, you'll have perfected a morning routine that meets your needs, that gets you where you need to be and sets the tone for your day, sets your tone for your day. That's the most important thing here. So it's entirely possible that the 10 things I suggested earlier, none of those may be part of your routine. And you might try all of them, but um, give it a shot, you guys. It really does make a difference. And it's not just me spouting this, but <laughs> clearly dozens of other authors and, and famous people have talked about their morning routine. So I'm serious. This is a game changer. And I hate saying game changer. I think it's so cliche and so overused. But nonetheless, a morning routine is going to be a game changer. So that's the show for this week. Thank you guys for showing up and downloading this episode and, and checking out all of my wisdom such that it is. Um, you know, I do research and stuff like that, but most of the stuff that I talk to you guys about is my own experience. So I really do want to know what you think. If you want to shoot me an email at chrismcpeak at silverpeakdevelopment.com and let me know what your ideas are. Do you already have a morning routine? and you think mine is full of crap <laughs> or you love my idea of a morning routine and you want to get more information about it so reach out i would love to connect with you and meanwhile i just want to say thanks again have an amazing week and my dear elevators i'm out of here <laughs>